What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Up and In podcast. I am your host, Freddie Inferno, and today we are talking about some WWE, some wrestling, and AEW. So this past weekend, this past weekend in general was a huge week for wrestling. It officially marked the end of summer and the biggest party of the summer, which included uh, the SummerSlam pay-per-view, Friday Night SmackDown, and AEW Rampage, and then um, uh, NXT TakeOver 36 as well. So starting off with Friday Night, uh, Friday Night SmackDown was another just bland show, a lot of rematches, a lot of the same thing. Uh, They were clearly trying to set up for SummerSlam the, the very next night. And to be honest, this SmackDown was a bit di- disappointing. Uh, I I don't watch the shows. I watch recaps of it. I watch clips of it. So to me, it looks like SmackDown's kind of into that. Like we know what works, so we're gonna keep doing it. And pretty soon it's gonna get stale, especially because right behind them. So SmackDown, if you are in the Central Time Zone, runs from seven to nine p.m. And then at ten p.m. And then from from nine to ten. So from nine to ten is uh. AEW Rampage, which is AEW's new one-hour show that's on Fridays that's supposed to compete with SmackDown. I don't think it'll compete, to, to be honest, really, like, at all. But I do think that uh, Dynamite, which is on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, I think it's on Wednesdays, actually, that I, I do think that, that Dynamite will compete with Raw eventually, which is why I think WWE, Vince... Why WWE and Vince are going all in on SmackDown because they brought back Becky Lynch, and when she left, she was on Raw. She was the Raw Women's Champion, and she comes back. I think fifteen months later now, since her last appearance, and she goes and challenges Bianca Belair. And well, I'll get to that when I get to, to the SummerSlam part of this, but I just want to say that. And then we also get Brock Lesnar that came back to challenge Roman Reigns, which was electric. Everyone was saying, oh, Bobby, Bobby should fight Brock, Bobby and Brock this, Brock that. But this is amazing to get Roman and Brock. And I think this will be the big pay-per-view for maybe Survivor Series, I want to say. But we're still a few months off, so like I don't know what they're going to do now that Brock is back here. Because they did Cena back at, at Money in the Bank. But the very next pay-per-view was SummerSlam. So now with Brock back here, are we going to do it the next pay-per-view? Is he going to just do that one kind of show and then go like Cena? Or like, like we really don't know yet. But, um, so yeah, so they, they, they didn't have anything like that on, on, on Friday Night SmackDown, which kind of disappointing, but I understand the pay-per-view is the biggest thing that they need to, to prioritize this week. So now let's get to AEW Rampage. So last week in their first show, they had Christian Cage beat Kenny Omega for the TNT World Championship, which was then retired this week. Uh, it was good to see Christian there. Christian is a WWE legend, legend, a part of the Brood, a part of Edge and Christian. He's a former World Heavyweight Champion, an ECW World Champion. He's been, I'm sure, the Intercontinental and the U.S. Champion. Multiple-time Tag Team Champion with Edge. Christian is a great wrestler. He is one of those guys that not all the fans know, but everyone who is a hardcore fan knows, and people who grew up on wrestling know Christian. So it was great to see him last week. And then this week, 
on Rampage, the debut of CM Punk in AEW was absolutely amazing. That pop when his song came on, and and, and, and it's crazy because he changed companies, but his entrance song, his gear, even the 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 graphics on the screen were all still what he used in WWE, like the best in the world and all that stuff. So like that entire pop just literally like, like that moment alone made it worthwhile for AW to go get CM Punk. And while it's great. And while I loved that return, I don't know what CM Punk has to offer in the ring anymore. It's been seven years, I think since he's wrestled and like, Usually those those guys who aren't big bruisers who can't just body slam somebody or choke slam somebody, they tend to struggle when they come back. So I'm cautiously optimistic that CM Punk will do something great, but I don't expect much from him as far as in the ring work because I feel like he even was starting to fall off towards the telling of his run in like WB. But it was a great moment. Rampage was amazing to just to watch that one part. That's all I watched. I don't watch the rest of the show. I I, I don't care to watch a, a, AEW. I don't even watch WWE. I just watch recaps of it. So next, we will get to Saturday Night SummerSlam. This review I feel like it was all over the place. Um, decent uh decent title changes. In all, we had the Raw. Tag Team Championship changed hands. The U.S. Championship changed hands. The Raw Women's Championship changed hands. The SmackDown Women's Championship changed hands. And then, even before this, uh, we had uh, the Intercontinental Championship changed hands as well. So we had a ton of a ton of title t- ton of title changes. My bad on that one. Uh, the most surprising I would say was the SmackDown Women's one, just because, like. Once Sasha w- wasn't able to come to SummerSlam, I was like, okay, like, wh- like what are they going to do here? And, and, and I personally, I was very upset when, like, Carmella got announced. She did her entrance. She came down. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, we've seen this match probably five to about a thousand times already between, like, between Carmella and Bianca Belair. So I was just like, okay, like, Sasha, clearly something happened. She got sick or something. She can't come. Okay, cool. Like we like, let's just do this. Let's get out of the way. Cool, whatever. And then when Becky Lynch's intro hit, that shit was insane. Like I popped off so hard. I like like I was I was speechless honestly when that happened because I, I I didn't expect it. I I I expected Becky to come back soon. I expected it to be on Raw though. I never expected it to be on SmackDown. Like, that shook me, dude. I I was so amazed by it. Granted, I think SmackDown's women division has a lot of underutilized wrestlers there. Like, you have the new tag team with Knox and, Knox and Shotzi, who they will... I think they're the next women's tag team champions. It's, it, it's going to happen. That's okay. I think they're really good. They're fun to watch. And they're younger. So, I, I think that's better. Um... But on SmackDown, we haven't seen Liv Morgan since, like, Money in the Bank. And it's kind of upsetting because she got a huge pop at the first uh, SmackDown with the live audience. She got a huge pop at Money in the Bank. Everyone wanted her to win. So, with Liv 
not even on TV now. And then, like, Selena Vega's just been jobbed out so far. She's lost, I think, every single match. Carmella's been beaten up for the past year now. Sasha came back, and then she's gone now. So I assume she has COVID. It might be something else. But, you know, like, like just hope that she's good with whatever's going on with her. And then you have Bailey out for the next nine months with the ACL tear. But I feel like there's a lot of underutilized wrestlers in the women's division here. And that goes for both Raw and SmackDown. That, like, we haven't seen, like, like Shayna Baszler or, like, Nia Jax. Like, those are big hitters. Those are former world champions. Well, Shayna isn't because she was the NXT Women's Champion. But she should be the Raw or the SmackDown Women's Champion. She has that potential to be as a single star. But, yeah, the the whole thing with Becky, like, it was great. I, I, I knew they are going to have a match. I knew Becky was going to win the match just because... She has to win if she's coming back after a year and a half gone. And she's the female, like, stone cold, pretty much. But, man, did, they did not have to job out Bianca Belair like that. Three sec, Like, that match didn't go longer than seven seconds. She, like, rock-bottomed her. And then pinned her. One, two, three. Like, that. Like, 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 like you don't do that to Bianca. You made a star. You had a star. You built her so well. She she won the Royal Rumble from the second spot. She went to WrestleMania, headlined night one of WrestleMania, was the main event, beat Sasha Banks. Has a good four-month reign where, granted, like Sasha just, just kind of left after Mania. Like, nothing happened there. But you had Bailey, you had Carmella. You had, like, uh, uh, like... Zelina Vega stepping up. Like, you had these opportunities. And you established a star. Like, like Bianca is one of the faces of SmackDown. Like, she's the, the SmackDown the SmackDown Women's Champion. And I enjoyed watching her segment. She's very athletic in the ring. She's a good wrestler. And it's fun to watch her. And then you job her out like that. Like, I, I love Becky Lynch. She's amazing. Her, her entrance is great. People love her. Her character is great. But, like, you do not do that to Bianca, man. Like, you created a star and then just, boom, like, gone. Just like that. Like, like a snap of, like, Vince's fingers. All right. Like, Becky's back. Cool. Drop her. Drop the title. Get her out of here. Hopefully, this leads to a good feud between Bianca and Becky. But, man, dude, like, that's not how you take the title off of Bianca. That was not how you do it, man. But, yeah, um... That, that's why I ran about uh, the whole SmackDown uh, problem with, like, Bianca and stuff. Uh, on to the rest of SummerSlam, though. The opening match, Orton and Riddle, it was good. Kind of short. I knew that Orton and Riddle would win. Hopefully, they do something with Omos now. Maybe kind of, like, try and have them job out some dudes. Beat up on the lower card as he continues to work on his wrestling skills. And hopefully we get AJ back into the main event scene, man. Like, AJ versus Bobby. Like, AJ is the kind of crafty guy that could work around Bobby. And, you know, maybe get a sneak, like, win off here and there. Um, Now that Riddle and Orton are the tag team champions, I mean, they've already set up a feud with the New Day in prior 
episodes of Raw, if y'all don't remember, when Orton, back before he left for two months, uh, when he RKO'd, uh, I want to say Austin Creed, but that's not his, uh, his actual, like, uh, Xavier Woods. I can't believe that I blanked on that. But yeah, like, when he RKO'd Xavier Woods, when they beat Kofi up, and, and Riddle was hitting RKO's and stuff like that, like, that stuff that happened, they can lead into a good tag team feud with the New Day, who are great workers, great tag team chemistry there, and them working with Orton and Riddle, like, it, like that's gonna be a great, great rivalry, and a great feud. That I am personally excited to see. Like, I want to see that. Um, outside of that, though, saw the match, whatever. It didn't really matter to me. Uh, McIntyre and Jinder Mahal, yeah, cool, whatever. Doesn't matter to me. Drew's great. Jinder, I think, is being underutilized. He could he could be used better. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it is. Whatever. Doesn't really matter to me. Um, Raw Women's Championship. It's actually a pretty good match. Charlotte dominated it, though. She's athletic as hell. And she's dominant. And, like, Nikki Ash should have never won the like, Money in the Bank. That character came out, I want to say, two to three weeks before they went back on the road. And to give her a title reign. Like, she never deserved to win that Money in the Bank. I'm sorry. I like her as a person. She seems very nice. She seems like she loves to do what she does. But, man, like, Liv Morgan was my favorite to win the, the like, Money in the Bank. So seeing this and seeing them just completely blow this woman's, like, Money in the Bank contract the night after, like, it's just, it, it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. Clearly, Vince is just changing up his mind and his ideas as he goes. It is, it is. His company can do what he wants with it. But, man, dude, like, it, that, that is just so upsetting. Uh, but, Charlotte, but Charlotte dominated, got Nikki to tap out, and now they're trying to team up Nikki and, and like, and, and like Rhea Ripley now. So, that also is, like, whatever. Uh, Eva Marine and, and Alexa Bliss, total man. It was horrible. Not, not even going to talk about it. Alexa Bliss is, is a great wrestler, though. Hopefully she has a good feud with Charlotte, but I, I doubt anything really comes of it. Now onto the main event stuff: Bobby Lashley beating Goldberg because Goldberg couldn't wrestle anymore; he got hurt or something. So I mean, it it is what it is. I don't think Goldberg should have ever wrestled in the first place against Lashley. But you know, Lashley's been a good champion. I still think that since they put both both. Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch onto SmackDown. Big E will be cashing in on Bobby Lashley at any moment now. I think that will happen. I don't. I don't think he's he's gonna go after Roman, just because they're lining up all the legends for Roman. And then now onto the main event. John Cena got jobbed out by Roman Reigns. Um, honestly, I expected a really good match, and it was good storytelling. But I feel like they could have done more. I mean, you have John Cena. You have the face of the WWE still. Like, when you think of WWE, when you bring that up to somebody and you ask them to name a wrestler who's wrestling right now, most of them will probably name John Cena still. They Most people probably still think that he wrestles full-time when he's been away from the company for two years now, pretty much, as a full-timer. Three years. But, yeah, I mean, like, 
Roman clearly just decimated him. He took everything that Cena threw at him. He took, what was it, three AAs, I think. He took a regular AA, kicked out of. He took a AA into the table, into the announce table, which he kicked out of. And then he took a super AA off the top rope, which he also kicked out of. And then Roman hit the spear, pen Cena, one, two, three. Cena got dropped out. He's done. I'm pretty sure he won't be um, on WWE programming for, I would say, close to an, an, another year now. He might make a return at the Rumble to set up a Mania match or something like that. But, but that's the most that I see happening. And then the big return of Brock Lesnar. That was insane. Because Paul Heyman sold that perfectly. He showed that he is one of the best sellers, one of the best workers, one of the best assets to the WWE. Just his reaction to hearing Brock's music hit and to Brock coming out there. Now, I'm very interested to see how they're going to have Brock do promos or if they're even going to have Brock do promos. If they're going to have Heyman go out there, be like, hey, Brock Lesnar has been in contact with me. And I will and I will communicate for him to y'all that he's back for Roman Reigns and that Universal Championship. It's just man, dude. Like there, there's so many ways they, they can take the story. And they can take it. Oh, like that, like Paul Heyman's uh, advocate, like like Brock Lesnar, like Brock, like Paul Heyman is Brock Lesnar's advocate, but now. Uh, Paul Heyman is a part of the bloodline with Roman Reigns and the two biggest faces in the company now since Cena's gone again. It's just like holy crap! Like this is gonna like this is such a big move by 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 WWE, and this just shows that they are worried about AEW because you could have just easily put Brock onto Raw, had him go with Lashley, take take the title off of Lashley, have Big E cash in on Brock. And then have Brock go away for another six months or whatever. But them going with the SmackDown route, it's absolutely insane. I liked it. But now this leaves Raw, like, honestly, this is Raw with nothing. Because SmackDown got, SmackDown got the Cena comeback. SmackDown got the Finn Balor comeback. SmackDown has Shinsuke and Rick Boogs, Rick Boogs and Pat McAfee for the, just all the memes and all the, all the clips, all the, like everything, like Pat McAfee makes SmackDown so much more enjoyable. It is insane. And then on top of that, SmackDown got Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar. I I'm sure they'll have Becky and Brock go to some Raw sh- shows as well. But this ultimately just shows that they are all in on SmackDown. Fox clearly is dropping off a Brinks truck to Vince McMahon, and they're and he's clearly trying to sell this company because he is all in on one show now, which is insane because Raw needs some help too, you know? Raw needs a lot of help, actually. But, I mean, it's like Brock coming back, amazing. I'm excited for it. I hope Finn Balor gets a huge feud soon. Like, I I think what's going to happen is Finn's going to challenge Brock. They're going to fight at the next pay-per-view, which I'm not sure what it is yet. And then after that, that'll then set up for Brock and Roman to fight after that. Well, Roman probably just, like, murders somebody at the next pay-per-view just to kind of do it. But, yeah, um, that like, th- this was a solid SummerSlam. That I-, I know that's the most views 
most viewed SummerSlam of all time. But still, uh, I would say it was probably about like a six and a half to a seven rating for me out of ten. There were some great moments. There was it was very dull at other times though. But in the end, I, I enjoyed watching it. And now, on to the last thing for the weekend: NXT 36, NXT Takeover 36. Um, I didn't enjoy the million dollar match. It it just looked sloppy to me. I I didn't like it whatsoever. Meh. Um, I watched the Adam Cole and the Colorado match. I liked that a lot. A lot of spots, a lot of dangerous spots, really. A lot of good transitions from from the matches for the two for the best two out of three falls match. I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, it's probably Adam Cole's like swan song, so it's it's gonna be one of those matches that's remembered for a long time. I did not watch the NXT UK Championship uh, match. I I turned it off at that point, and then I watched the women's championship match where uh, Raquel Gonzalez hit the Chingona bomb on uh, Dakota Kai to win the match. She's good. I. I I, I like her. I think she'll be up on Raw pretty soon. And I think she could be a, a good challenger for Charlotte because she is big, too. She's big just like Charlotte. So, hopefully we get a Raquel Gonzalez versus, like, Charlotte Flair pretty soon. I think that'll probably come within the next four to five months, hopefully. By the, by the end of the year, going into next year, we'll, we'll see her come up. And then hopefully they do something with, like, Rhea down the line, too. Get, like, get her to to do something here. And then I didn't watch the Samoa Joe versus Karrion Cross match, but this pretty much just cements that uh, Karrion Cross is now onto Raw now. Like, he will be on Raw, and Samoa Joe will lead NXT as the champion once again. But all in all, uh, great, weekend, great weekend of wrestling. I enjoyed SummerSlam a lot. There were a lot of kind of like swings and misses, though. So hopefully we can, we, they can kind of clean it up have it better for us fans. And now the storylines on SmackDown are amazing. No one gives a crap about Raw. AEW Rampage and CM Punk are coming. And NXT is being a tape show now. So, RIP NXT. And with that, those are my wrestling takes for this week. I hope y'all enjoyed them. I am Freddie Inferno. At Freddie Inferno on every major platform. That is Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. All that good stuff. And with that, I'm out.